In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. I like to think of myself as a pretty dignified person. I don't exactly pine over people, and you would be hard-pressed to get a genuine reaction of surprise or hurt from me. I'm a southern girl, and like Miranda Lambert says, you got to hide your crazy and act like a lady, <laughs> which is what I like to do. But when I first started dating my beloved, something odd happened. I fell in love pretty quickly, and I found that I wasn't able to keep it all inside. At the time, he was getting his Ph.D. at NYU, and I was working for his dad back in North Carolina, which is a different sermon. <laughs> but we didn't get to see each other very often. And in fact, we didn't get to talk to each other very often because he was so busy that he routinely slept in his office through the night. So he didn't even really have time to talk to me. So I found myself in this kind of bizarre dating relationship one where I was totally in love with this person that I didn't actually ever get to interact with. <laughs> so I decided I would buy a ticket at random and just go to New York just for a long weekend just to be with him. And I remember I got there and he said, well, I've got a lot of work to do, so I'm going to be in the library. And I was like, that's okay. I'll, I'll just sit with you. <laughs> right? And so... Seven hours later, we're still sitting in the library, and I think I'm pretty distracting to him because he keeps trying to say, it's okay if you go. Um, but I keep thinking of any reason I could to stay. Like, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing this research on the effect of kittens and the elderly, and, um, <laughs> uh, you know, why don't I just go pick up some food you need to eat? Like, anything that I could do to stay at his side is what I did, just to get a few more minutes with this incredible man. And I tell you this story because as I read Abraham in today's reading, I'm reminded of being in love. Abraham, upon seeing the hosts of heaven without even knowing exactly who they are, he knows that he would do just about anything to be in their presence for just a little bit longer. He says, My Lord, if I find favor with you, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought. Let me wash your feet. Rest yourselves under the tree. Let me, let me make you bread that you can refresh yourselves. In other words, please stay. Please just stay a little longer. And sometimes I think that we read this story and we automatically go to hospitality and how important it is to be friendly and generous to others. And that's true. We should be friendly and generous. But I think today's story might be telling us that hospitality is about something a little bit more. Perhaps hospitality is about not hiding your crazy and being fully present being fully present so that the very, your very being invites the other to do the same. Perhaps hospitality is about letting ourselves fall in love with others and doing whatever we can just to be in their presence. And as an introvert, I know that the introverts in the room kind of held their breath 
thinking, you mean just give ourselves access to people for an un um, undeterminate amount of time? <laughs> and that's not really what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not saying we need new rules for hospitality. I'm saying that we need a new way of being with each other. It's okay to bake your friend's favorite cupcake as an excuse to get them to come over. It doesn't make you desperate for friends. It makes you a source of light in a world that has so much darkness. And today's gospel reflects the same sentiment. Jesus walks through the crowds of people and it says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. This is another love story. A man who was so moved by the people around him that he just wanted to be with them for as much time as possible. And he knew that he couldn't be in more than one place at the same time. And so it says that he summoned 12 and he gave them authority. And this is really important. Because when Jesus gives his authority, he's not just giving them permission to sign the checks. He is giving them, he is making their hands his hands. And he's making their feet his feet. He's saying, you will be the way that I touch and meet my beloved. And Jesus knows that this is a pretty powerful thing. And whenever there is real power in the world, fearful people try to tame it by breaking it. So Jesus tells them all the pain that will come their way because of their willingness to be Jesus in the world. But Jesus is willing to be powerful in the face of fear if it means getting to be with those that he loves just a little bit longer. And you know, as I wrote this sermon, I was sitting in my cozy little chair and I was trying to connect with the spirit and I heard the little pitter-patter of feet getting out of bed and my son said he, he needed some water and then he said he needed a song and then it was a hug and then it was a kiss on his boo-boo that he magically just had and I was starting to get pretty frustrated because bedtime was leaking into my God time and I remembered that story that my friend Bree told me. She was telling me she's trying to lead this contemplative life and, and that every time she'd meditate, her children would jump in her lap. And so she was saying to her teacher, how am I supposed to be a contemplative when I keep getting interrupted all the time? <laughs> and her teacher said to her, don't you see? God is so moved by your love and devotion that he can't help but interrupt you in the form of your children. Can't you see that God is interrupting you in the form of your own life? And so as I sat there getting yet another cup of water for this very thirsty child, I stayed present to the fact that my child was doing whatever he could to be in my presence just a little bit longer. And God was doing whatever he could through my child just to be in my presence a little bit longer. 
And I think that we are surrounded every moment by a God who wants to be with us just a little bit longer. In just a minute, we'll come up here and we will take Eucharist, and that is God's way of stealing a moment with us. And when a shy friend asks you to have lunch, perhaps God has given authority to that friend just so that God can be with you during your busy work schedule. And maybe the next time that you're worried about inviting a friend over for reasons of dignity, maybe they've rejected you a few more times, you can remember that God has given you authority to be his hands and his feet in the world the way that God reaches out to his beloved. You have authority to love for love's sake. Amen.